Alright, it's going to be chapter 3, section 2, summons and misdemeanor citations. Introduction. This directive outlines the procedures for requesting or issuing summonses and misdemeanor citations for both misdemeanor and felony violations. For juveniles or adults being charged through juvenile court, refer to the handling of juveniles directive. Alright, policy statements. No complaint slash affidavit shall be signed, and no summons shall be issued except upon probable cause. Sworn personnel requesting a summons shall complete a case report, arrest information form U10-100, and any additional applicable paperwork, and shall forward the completed documentation electronically to the city prosecutor's office via matrix. Note, the probable cause affidavit and complaint do not need completed at this time. New Nonviolent Misdemeanor Charges Requesting a summons be issued in lieu of an arrest for nonviolent misdemeanors is the preferred course of action when the identity of the violator is known or can be determined and the violator's appearance in court is reasonably assured. However, sworn personnel may use discretion to arrest and slay or issue a summons to an individual for nonviolent misdemeanor offenses when warranted based on the totality of the circumstances. Sworn personnel should issue a summons directly to violators who do not have a mailing address. For individuals released on a summons, division personnel shall not provide any information contained in the arrest information form other than identification information to anyone other than law enforcement personnel. Sworn personnel may use discretion to request a summons be issued for violent misdemeanors, such as assault, when the identity of the violator is known or can be determined and the violator's appearance in court is reasonably assured with the following exceptions. 1. Domestic violence. 2. Violation of a production order. 3. Resisting arrest, unless ordered by a division supervisor. Sworn personnel issuing a misdemeanor citation shall complete a case report, probable cause affidavit, and an arrest information form, and shall forward all paperwork to the court liaison section. Release on summons. A division supervisor may cause the issuance of a summons to an individual arrested for a misdemeanor offense. This, the individual shall be notified, issued the summons, and released as soon as practical. Note, sworn personnel should contact the clerk of court's office on individuals with nonviolent court order ends to determine eligibility for a summons. Sworn personnel shall not release an individual on a summons arrested for a felony offense without authorization by a division supervisor and... A, the correctional facility refuses to accept or slate the person, or B, the person will be taken or admitted to a medical or mental health facility and a prisoner hospital transport report will be taken and attached attached to the U10-100, or C, a sworn division supervisor determines there are exceptional circumstances, or D, the arresting officer addresses any ID alerts and any required bureau interviews. A sworn division supervisor may cause the release on a summons of an individual arrested for a felony offense after considering the following. The type of crime. Most offenses of violence in first, second, and third degree felonies require continued custody. B. The likelihood the person will appear in court. C. The potential harm to the public or the victim. D. The likelihood of recurrence of the criminal act prior to trial. Note. KPS warrants are excluded from the summons process as they can only be set aside by a judge. E, the current medical condition of the individual. The supervisor shall ensure that the summons and all pertinent and in, in, in all pertinent information is forwarded to the appropriate unit within the appropriate investigative subdivision to be prepared for direct indictment. 
Sworn personnel shall attempt to notify any affected person when an individual under arrest is released on a summons. This includes, but is not limited to, victims, witnesses, or persons at a medical facility, and shall document this notification in the narrative section of the arrest information form or within the case report. When an individual is to be released on a summons to receive medical or mental health attention, sworn personnel shall issue the summons before admittance to the medical facility if practical. Sworn personnel shall also document in the narrative section of the arrest information form or within the case report the circumstances surrounding the issuance of the summons and when and to which facility the individual was released. Sworn personnel shall forward a copy of the arrest information form U10100 to Fiscal Operations. ID Processing in order to adequately document the identity of felons and certain misdemeanors before release on a summons, refer to the Identification Processing section of the Arrest and Warrants Directive to determine which offender charges shall require processing through the ID unit. Issuance of Misdemeanor Citations Sworn personnel shall issue misdemeanor citations for minor misdemeanor violations unless one of the following apply. A. A summons shall be issued for minor misdemeanor violations where a court appearance is required. B. Arrests may be made for minor misdemeanor violations with supervisor approval when, there's four of these, 1. Violators require medical treatment or are unable to provide for their own safety. 2. Violators cannot or will not provide satisfactory proof of identity. 3. Violators refuse to sign the citation. Or 4. Violators have previously been issued a citation for the same type of offense and have failed to properly respond to the citation. Note. Hazmat and commercial vehicle offenses should be treated as all their traffic offenses as outlined in the Arrest and Warrants Directive and issued a summons or new court date. For arrest procedures, refer to the Arrest and Warrants Directive. Procedures. Sworn personnel issuing a misdemeanor citation. Complete the applicable electronic reports. Complete an arrest information form in electronic or paper form. If a paper form is completed, the arresting officer also needs to complete an electronic form. Complete the misdemeanor citation, case report, and a probable cause affidavit. Assign a court date for all charges arising out of the same incident at least 7 but no more than 12 calendar days from the date of violation at 9 a.m. For OVI violators, refer to procedures in the OVI violators directive. Check notice number 2 on the violator's copy when issuing a misdemeanor citation. Swear or affirm to the affidavit before a notary public or another police officer prior to issuing. Forward the original to the court liaison section. Sworn personnel requesting a summons for new charges have to verify the suspect's identity and current address. Do not submit a request for a summons if the suspect has no mailing address or the address used is Streets of Columbus. Complete the applicable electronic reports, the arrest information form, and any additional paperwork. Upon supervisory approval, submit all paperwork electronically to the city prosecutor's office via matrix. Inform the suspect that you are requesting a summons and the suspect will be notified by mail. Alright, that's the end of section two. So now we go on to section three, which is transport and slating. Alright. Policy statements. Maintenance of custody. Sworn personnel shall maintain custody and control over persons arrested for criminal or traffic offenses until such time as a transfer of custody can be made to another law enforcement officer or authorized agency with arrest powers as described in the ORC, or the decision is made to release the person on a summons in lieu of arrest. 
Sworn personnel shall not transfer custody or relinquish control of persons arrested for criminal or traffic offenses to any individual or agency that does not have arrest powers as described in the ORC. Denied requests for a transfer of custody or control shall be immediately reported to the on-duty supervisor who shall notify the chain of command by email. Prisoner searches. Every prisoner shall be thoroughly searched prior to being placed in a police vehicle. An additional search shall be conducted whenever custody of a prisoner is transferred to another officer. Exceptions. There is an immediate need to leave the area. The prisoner is the opposite sex of the officer. If an officer has, an re has a reasonable suspicion to believe the prisoner has a weapon, the officer may search for and seize the weapon, regardless of the prisoner's sex. An attempt shall be made to contact an officer of the same sex as the prisoner to conduct the search. If an, if an officer of the same sex is unavailable or would take an unreasonable amount of time to arrive at the arrest location, the arresting officer should handcuff the prisoner behind the back, conduct a pat-down search of the prisoner's outer clothing, and transport the prisoner to jail. Transporting personnel shall advise slating personnel that a thorough search of the prisoner was not conducted. Um, and then we have a part C for the exceptions uh, that appears new. C, the prisoner identifies as transgender or the officer has reason to believe the prisoner is transgender. If an officer has a reasonable suspicion to believe the prisoner has a weapon, the officer may search for and seize the weapon, regardless of how the per prisoner identifies. When an apparent discrepancy exists between a prisoner's appearance, government-issued identification, and or any law enforcement database record, the officer shall ask how the prisoner identifies. An attempt shall be made to contact an officer of the same gender identity as the prisoner to conduct the search. If an officer of the same gender identity is unavailable or would take an unreasonable amount of time to arrive at the arrest location, the arresting officer should handcuff the prisoner behind the back, conduct a pat-down search of the prisoner's outer clothing, and transport the prisoner to jail. Transporting personnel shall advise slating personnel that a thorough search of the prisoner was not conducted. Uh, D. This is another exception. The prisoner is wearing a religious head covering. Transporting personnel shall permit the prisoner to wear a religious head covering, except when its removal is necessary for safety reasons. An officer of the same sex as the prisoner shall conduct the search if removing the prisoner's religious head covering becomes necessary. Alright. C. Transporting prisoners. All division vehicles shall be checked for weapons and contraband at the beginning and end of the tour and before and after each transport. Sworn personnel working at a wagon shall determine how many prisoners they may safely transport. All prisoners who have been charged with a felony offense or a misdemeanor of violence or who have displayed violent or erratic behavior should be transported by a PTV or two-officer unit when possible. If a PTV or two-officer unit is unavailable, two one-officer units may complete the transport. Uh, two officers shall be assigned to the transport of these prisoners until relieved by a supervisor, investigating personnel, or custody is transferred to another law enforcement agency. One officer shall keep the prisoner under direct observation at all times. If it is necessary to remove the handcuffs, two officers shall maintain physical control of the prisoner. In PTVs, prisoners may be monitored using the rear camera or by direct observation. One officer units may transport all other all other prisoners if the transporting vehicle is properly equipped to transport prisoners. Prisoners who have made allegations against one another should not be transported together. Sworn personnel shall not become involved in other police activity 
while transporting prisoners except under the most critical circumstances. Upon involvement, sworn personnel shall immediately notify communications bureau personnel of the situation so that arrangements can be made either for relief or for transportation of the prisoner. Sworn personnel shall maintain observation and an awareness of the prisoner's actions at all times. If a prisoner frees him or herself from restraint, sworn personnel, sworn personnel shall stop at the first safe location and resecure the prisoner. In one officer units, a prisoner shall be seated on the right side of the back seat. Sworn personnel shall ensure at least one officer remains with the prisoner at all times. The one officer unit shall request an additional officer to respond as needed. All prisoners shall wear a seatbelt while being transported. The transport process is initiated when the transporting personnel leave a location with the prisoner. Transportation Considerations Sworn personnel transporting a juvenile or a prisoner of the opposite sex shall notify communications personnel who shall document the following. Times of departure and arrival in vehicle mileage at the start and end of transportation. Note, deviation from this policy shall comply with the appropriate SOP. Prisoner transports within Franklin and adjoining counties may be made by sworn personnel of either sex and may be conducted by one officer, provided no other restrictions apply. Prisoner transports to and from locations outside Franklin and adjoining counties shall require two officers. At least one of the officers should be of the same sex as the prisoner. Court liaison personnel shall have prisoners with any city-slash-municipal charges transported directly to jail for ID processing. <coughs> handcuffs and restraints. All prisoners shall be handcuffed prior to and during transport with their hands behind their backs unless there is justification to do otherwise. Refer to the arrests and warrants directed for additional information. In-custody medical facility transports. Sworn personnel shall notify the communications channel dispatcher when transporting a person in custody. For example, an arrest, pink slip, or jail refusal to a medical facility with their estimated time of arrival and request notification be made to the receiving facility. Uh, sworn personnel shall use the medical facility's emergency transport vehicle entrance. Six slash injured prisoners. If a prisoner is transported to a medical facility for medical treatment, sworn personnel shall complete a prisoner hospital transport form and prisoner hospital transport report and provide the report number to hospital personnel. Uh, prisoners who are sick or injured shall be taken to a medical facility prior to slating. Emergency transports should be handled by emergency medical personnel. An officer shall ride with the prisoner in the back of a transporting medic. When advised by a detention facility medical personnel that a prisoner being slated needs medical attention, the transporting personnel shall be responsible for transporting the prisoner to a medical facility. Sworn personnel shall remain with sick or injured prisoners who are being treated at a medical facility until relieved by other police personnel or until released by a supervisor. If a prisoner's restraints are ordered removed by medical personnel, an officer shall remain with the prisoner at all times except in exigent circumstances. Non-ambulatory prisoners. Sworn personnel shall consider the physical well-being of non-ambulatory prisoners requiring transportation to a detention facility and should make reasonable accommodations to ensure their safety. Sworn personnel shall ask whether a non-ambulatory prisoner can be removed from his or her mobility device when determining the method of transportation. Sworn personnel should transport a non-ambulatory prisoner requiring his or her mobility device in a lift-equipped vehicle when, when possible or in another reasonable manner that allows the prisoner to remain in his or her mobility device. 
Uh, sworn personnel should not remove a non-ambulatory prisoner from a mobility device when he or she requires it, except in exigent circumstances. Non-ambulatory prisoners requiring transportation to a detention facility may be transported by EMS or other ADA-accessible vehicle. Sworn personnel needing a medic or other ADA-accessible vehicle for transport shall contact the division supervisor who shall contact Communications Bureau personnel to arrange the transport. When there is a question concerning whether a non-ambulatory prisoner needs to be transported by a medic or other ADA-accessible vehicle, a division supervisor shall respond to the scene. An officer shall ride with a non-ambulatory prisoner in the back of the transporting vehicle. Prisoner contact. Division personnel should, when possible, keep prisoners beyond the range of sight and sound of detainees of the opposite sex while in custody. This does not include incidental passing during movement or deliberate yelling, screaming, or other loud disruptive behavior. Ensure transgender prisoners are kept and transported separately from detainees of a different gender identity. Okay. Uh, division personnel should prevent prisoners from communicating with others during transport. Extradition and prisoner transportation from other agencies. Upon the request of a foreign agency arresting an individual in a division-issued warrant, patrol personnel shall transport all felonies within Franklin County and contiguous counties and domestic violence and offenses of violence within Franklin County and contiguous counties. Contiguous counties. Division personnel shall not transport prisoners with nonviolent misdemeanor warrants within Franklin County and, contigu and contig contiguous counties unless approved by the zone lieutenant with the exception of a warrant entered into Leeds. Division personnel becoming aware of the following circumstances shall contact the common police court unit sergeant as soon as practicable to process A. The extradition of persons arrested in another state on felony warrants. B. The transport of persons arrested on felony warrants within the state but outside Franklin County in contiguous counties. And C. The transport from any county not adjoining Franklin County of persons arrested on misdemeanor warrants. <clears throat> A private prisoner transportation company is the division's primary means of transporting interstate fugitives. The prisoner transportation company should be utilized unless further investigation is needed by the investigating officer. Transporting personnel shall positively identify the prisoner by an ID photo or other means, verify any warrants, and possess the prisoner's commitment papers, medical records, personal property, a completed U-10-100, and any other documents regarding the prisoner prior to transport. If the agency does not have an arrest information form available, transporting personnel shall provide one and shall provide assistance in its completion. <clears throat> Note, commitment papers and most medical records are not required when a prisoner is being transported from another local jurisdiction on a warrant issued on behalf of the division. Prior to receipt of a prisoner, transporting personnel shall seek information, regard, or regard, information regarding potential security problems that the prisoner may present during transport, for example, escape, suicidal tendencies, or unusual illnesses, and shall indicate this information on the arrest information form. Prior to accepting a prisoner from another jurisdiction, transporting personnel shall ensure the prisoner has not sustained injuries during custody. If injuries are observed, contact the division supervisor prior to accepting custody to ensure the injury has been properly treated, recorded, and or, invest in, and or investigated. 
For interstate transports, the transporting personnel shall I'm sorry. For interstate transports, the transporting personnel should possess the properly executed governor's warrant or a properly executed waiver. Prisoners may be removed from another institution for purposes of further investigation of felony or serious misdemeanor offenses. A, with the permission of the ranking officer of that institution and in compliance with all policies and procedures of that facility, and B, with prior written approval of the requesting officer's lieutenant, or if unavailable, any lieutenant or higher rank within that bureau. Procedures. All transports. 1. Do not transport a juvenile with an adult violator in the same vehicle. 2. Separate males, females, and juveniles in all prisoner processing and temporary detention rooms as listed below. Refer to the Handling of Juveniles Directive. A. Males and females by sight and sound. B. Juveniles from all adult detainees by touch, sight, and sound. Okay. Uh, on viewer S. Charges filed in Franklin County. Transport adult male prisoners to Franklin County Jail. Enter through the Sally Port located at the front of the building. If the Sally Port parking area is full, park along the street and walk the prisoner through the Sally Port. Transport adult female prisoners to the Franklin County Correction Center, aka Jackson Pike, where everybody goes right now. Charges filed in Delaware County. Who cares? But we'll read it anyway. During normal business hours, transport the prisoner directly to the Delaware County Jail for slating. Enter through the sally port located at the rear of the building. The sally port is monitored by closed-circuit cameras. Note, processing of affidavits is completed by computer, and the Delaware County Sheriff's Office will provide assistance. Outside normal business hours, secure the prisoner at the jail, and then request that Delaware County Sheriff's Deputy meet you at the jail to assist with processing affidavits. If the prisoner is slated for a felony arrest warrant after business hours on Friday and before 9 a.m. Saturday and is to be incarcerated more than 48 hours, contact a common police court judge to set bond. The Delaware County Sheriff's Office will assist. Follow any specific procedures and complete any additional documentation as required by the prosecutor's office. Charges file in Fairfield County. Again, who cares, but we'll read it anyway. Transport the prisoner to the Fairfield County Jail. If the prisoner is unruly, contact the Fairfield County Sheriff's Office for alternate arrangements. Ensure a Fairfield County weakened arrest probable cause affidavit is completed for all on-view arrests in the following circumstances. 1. For a felony on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Uh, 2. For a misdemeanor that mandates no bond pursuant to the Fairfield County Municipal Court bail schedule, including all these offenses. DV or DV threats, assault, aggravated trespass, aggravated menacing, menacing by stalking, violation of protection order, child endangering, any sexually oriented offense, or OVI when the offender has one or more prior OVI convictions within 10 years. Note the affidavit is available through the online forms link on the division intranet. Arrests on warrants. Refer to the Arrests and Warrants Directive. Contact the investigative unit handling the case. Arrange to transport the prisoner to the ID unit and appropriate interview room as requested. Transporting prisoners to a detention facility. Follow procedures established by the detention facility. Secure all firearms and tasers. Give arrest information forms, warrants if available, and any other paperwork required by the facility to jail personnel. Notify detention facility personnel of a prisoner's relevant medical conditions and security risks. The nurse asked that anyway. Uh, stay with the prisoner until jail personnel have taken custody of the prisoner and relieved the transporting personnel. 
uh, jail personnel will remove the restraining devices from the prisoner when the prisoner has been transferred to their custody. Witness the prisoner's property inventory and confirm its accuracy. Receiving extradited prisoners from a prisoner transportation company. Two officers from the bureau responsible for filing the warrant will A. Upon notification of the arrival time of the prisoner, respond to police headquarters and meet the prisoner transportation company's transport vehicle at the entrance to the basement garage. B. Provide police identification to the prisoner transportation company personnel and direct the vehicle to enter the basement garage. C. Take custody of the prisoner. Inquire as to any problems with the prisoner. Sign the prisoner a receipt form. Change handcuffs and process the prisoner according to the appropriate bureau's SOP. Forward the original copy of the prisoner receipt to the gun crimes unit sergeant. <clears throat> Transporting a prisoner to police headquarters. Enter headquarters using the overhead door to the garage from Marconi Boulevard. Use the prisoner slash freight elevator and exit through the rear doors on the floor desired. Secure all firearms, tasers, and knives in a lockbox prior to entering the interview room. Place the prisoner in an interview room. Keep the prisoner under direct observation at all times. Transporting a prisoner to the ID unit. The transporting officer should, or shall, I guess, complete an arrest information form taking a complete an arrest information form before taking a prisoner into the processing area. Secure all firearms and tasers in the waiting room lockboxes prior to entering the processing room. Allow only one prisoner at a time escorted by an officer into the processing room. Restrain the prisoner at all times. Note, keep the prisoner handcuffed except during actual processing when a leg iron will be used for restraint. Secure the leg iron prior to removing the handcuffs, which will be reapplied before removing the leg iron. And that neat. Remain with the prisoner at all times. Do not engage in any activity that distracts from observing the prisoner. Uh, use the emergency call button on the walkie to summon emergency assistance. Remain in the ID unit until released by ID unit personnel. This will ensure proper identification of the suspect and allow for further processing if necessary. If ID unit personnel request the prisoner to remove a religious head covering for purposes of taking a photograph, ensure only an officer of the same sex as the prisoner is in the processing room. Contact an officer of the same sex as the prisoner to stand by in the processing room if needed. ID unit personnel. Do not enter the processing room until the prisoner is secured by a leg iron and leave the processing room prior to the officer removing the leg iron. Do not accept custody of or responsibility for any prisoner and refuse to process any prisoner if the above procedures are not followed. Prisoner requiring medical clearance. Parentheses, medical refusal. Contact Franklin County Municipal Clerk of Courts Office from their remote clerking station using the dedicated telephone. Advise the clerk's office that the prisoner requires medical clearance prior to slating. Notify the clerk's office in all cases involving the medical refusal of a prisoner. If the criteria established in the summons and misdemeanor citations directive are met, A. Request the clerk's office to fax a summons to the Franklin County Jail's remote clerking, clerking station. Clerking station. B. Serve the prisoner with a faxed copy of the summons. C. Deposit all original and or previously faxed paperwork into the designated drop box. If the criteria established in the summons and misdemeanor citations directive are not met, maintain custody of the prisoner and all paperwork until medical clearance is obtained and the prisoner is transported back to the appropriate jail to be slated. <clears throat> Escapes from custody. Involve personnel. 
immediately notify communications personnel, your immediate supervisor, and headquarters operations section personnel if the escape is in headquarters. Uh, complete appropriate reports. Contact the appropriate investigative unit regarding possible felony escape charges. Uh, immediate supervisor should request support services. Request support services. Okay. Immediate supervisor shall do the following. Request support services, secure a perimeter, and conduct a systematic search for the escapee. Notify the chain of command by email, cause other local law enforcement agencies to be notified if necessary, and conduct an administrative investigation. And that is the end of section three.